Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. In contemplating about what to uh, share with you today, um, we want to look at the avenue of our prayer life and how faith works in our prayer life. And it's so important for us to understand that God gives us instructions of how to pray. And he tells us and shows us in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And we're going to look at it in actually a couple of different translations or a few different translations. But Ephesians 6, 18 in the King James says this, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints sometimes the king james can be a a little uh, unclear to us but the moffat's translation of that same verse says this praying with all manner of prayer praying with all manner of prayer all types of prayer that you pray and then uh, Moffat says that, but the ERV or the easy to read of, of Ephesians six eighteen reads like this. And you can see this. It says, pray in the spirit at all times. So when you pray, we ought to be in the spirit. <laughs> pray with all kinds of prayer and ask for everything you need. You know, when you pray, it's all right. He's saying here, first ask what we need. He said this. To do this, you must always be ready. How do I, how do I, how do I be? How, how do I stay ready, Pastor? Stay in faith. Stay ready to receive, because that means you're believing. And then he says, "Never give up." Important keys here. To to do this, you must always be ready. He says, "Be ready." He says, "Never give up, even when obstacles and things confront you. Don't give up." And he says, always pray for all of God's people. So we see there are a lot of different types of prayers that you can pray. But Brother Hagin gave us an analogy about prayers and the different types. He, he con- contrasted with sports. You see, there are a lot of different sports, but it would be silly or it'd be really weird if you were to try to play baseball with football rules you couldn't do it it wouldn't work you can't play baseball with football rules on the same way in a different type of prayer you don't use the same rules or uh, they they work differently you have to always understand that what the rules or what what God directions that God gave us of how to pray in specific prayers and so uh, we want to make sure that our prayer life works and it's efficient and it's effective but it's up to us to follow or to find the procedures or the rules for that particular type of prayer we said there's all different types of prayers but we want to focus on on one particular type today and look at it uh, we may we've mentioned others, but uh, we we want to look at one particular type, and we entitled this particular message, and that'll give you a hint: faith petition petitions, faith petition. 
it's always important for us to understand because when we talk about the types of prayer one of the most frequent of the most frequent prayer a Christian is praying is the prayer petition we always are petitioning uh, or asking God to do something for us and there's nothing wrong with that the prayer petition is gives us that opportunity when we speak to God but really we're speaking God uh, speaking to God about ourselves and when we highlighted the prayer petition we said this about this particular message the prayer petition must always be a prayer of faith so you got to be in faith and this prayer concerns our individual desires our individual needs and our individual problems in other words it is you praying for yourself not someone else not praying or coming into agreement with someone in their prayers now those are legitimate prayers we're supposed to pray for others you know we pray for our unsaved loved ones to get saved and the prayer of agreement we teach all the time is one of the strongest prayers that you can you can pray but when you pray the prayer petition when you petition God you are petitioning for yourself you're asking God to meet your personal needs you're asking God for something that you have a desire for so it is you praying for yourself not someone else praying for you when you pray the prayer petition you must always and this is in every prayer believe that you receive that's the faith aspect when you pray for yourself and just like when you pray for others now this is general for all prayer when you pray for you got to believe that you receive what you pray if you'll do that you will have what you ask for pastor how do you know that because God said we would God is concerned about all of our needs and he wants to meet them for us with us in us because God cares about us again the prayer petition is when you are praying for you when you see a need that you have when you see a desire that you have you're petitioning God on your own behalf but you gotta be in faith in other words you gotta trust God and you need to have some word on that well brother Henry give me some word on it well in Matthew 21 verse 22 Matthew 21 verse 22 it says this in all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer believing ye shall receive it in all things whatever you shall ask in prayer and what pastor can I just ask anything well you need to ask according to God's will and what his word says so you got to find out what his word says and then ask him but when you pray believe that you receive that's how you can believe it because God has already promised you that if you don't have a promise from the word that God has given it to you then you can't have confidence or faith in the fact that you're going to receive it but when you pray 
you must have faith. That prayer petition, you got you got to know. God said in His Word, "Hey, that's settled. I believe it." And then, then that means it's settled for me. And then you can have it. So you ask in prayer, believing. But then another verse that we're very familiar with <laughs> that really solidifies this point about the prayer petition even more is Mark 11 verse 24. Mark 11 verse 24 says this, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you or ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye might get them one day. No, it says, and ye shall have them. When? Now, when you pray. Well, Pastor, I don't have it in my hand when I pray. No, you don't. You wouldn't have to believe for it if you already had it in your hand because you, ha you would have it. But when you pray, you're believing that you receive it right now because that's what the Word says. That's what God says. And that's what you got to know in your heart that you're believing that you got it right now. That's faith petitions. That's when you're talking to God and you're talking here in, a, in, in the prayer petition about your own personal needs. Well, Pastor, isn't that a selfish prayer? No. If you don't pray for yourself, <laughs> why are you expecting other folks to do it? You need to pray for yourself. You need to pray that your needs are met. God told us that. And that's what he's just saying in Mark eleven twenty four here. But it's up to us to get in line with the word and be a doer of the word. What do you mean get in line? Be perfect? No. We're not perfect. We're not going to get there. We won't be perfect until we get until we get that new regenerated body and we're uh, mortals turn into immortality and and we change. But while we're on this earth, we can pray according to God's word and believe in faith and trust Him that when we pray it, we get our answer. When you pray the prayer petition, believe that you receive. If you'll do that, you'll have and get what you said. Again, God's concerned about everything. He's even more concerned about everything than you are concerned about. Wow. Even about me, Pastor? Yes, he loves you. Remember, he knows the end before the beginning ever starts. And he wants to help us to get there. You know, one thing I want to point out and really contrast some things here. Notice in the Old Testament and uh, God promised his people a few things. He promised them more than just spiritual blessings. Thank God for spiritual blessings. Pastor, what did he promise them? He promised them that they would prosper financially and materially. That he would supply all their needs. That he would supply them with money to do things and material blessings. You mean God doesn't have any problem with us having things? He sure doesn't. He wants us to have things. He's the one that provided them for us. But he doesn't want things to have us. In other words, if our focus is only on what we can get, then our focus is not on God. And our focus is not on helping others. You see, you want to have all your needs met so that you can take care of your business, but then you're able to help others. Amen. You can't help anybody else if you can't help yourself. Glory to God. Amen. Faith petitions are very important. God told us and gave us some examples in the word here. We see in, in the Old Covenant, or the Old Testament. He said in Exodus 23, verse 26, 
Exodus 23, verse 20, 26. He says, There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren. He's talking about Old Testament believers. In thy land, he said this, The number of thy days I will fulfill. In other words, he was saying, I will give you long life. And this is long life. This is Old Covenant. This is Old Testament. That means he was talking about servants of God. We're New Covenant sons and daughters of God. But that's not the only thing God said. God also told them that if they would keep his commandments, they would eat the good of the land. Really? Yeah, where do you see that, Brother Henry? Again, in the Old Covenant, Isaiah 1, verse 19. Isaiah 1, verse 19 says this. If you be willing and obedient, do what I tell you to do. This is the Old Covenant relationship. You shall eat the good of the land. In other words, if they were willing to do what God told them to do, they were going to eat the good. Hey, we got everything they had in the Old Covenant. Plus, we walk by faith. God, God's given us everything they had, plus he's already told us he supplied all our needs according to his riches in glory. God was not just interested in his people back then. He's also, and he was interested in them back then in the Old Covenant, but he's also interested in us today and all our needs. He's concerned about everything that touches our lives. He's a good God. That's right. He's so worthy to be praised. We can honor him in everything that we do. We ought to praise him in our coming in and our going out and in everything that we do. And acknowledge him because God's concerned about you. He loves you. He wants you to have the very best. Well, Brother Henry, you gave me some old testament scriptures if he's more concerned about us or just as concerned about us today give me some new testament scriptures well let's go to the new testament in third john 2 third john 2 the king james says this beloved talking about his sons and daughters he said i wish above all things that 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 thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers when he says, I wish here, that's his desire for us. You know what that means? That even though that's his desire for us, not everyone will get there. Because everyone won't pursue or place a demand on what God has already given them. In other words, they won't trust his word. He said, beloved, sons and daughters, I, my desire for you, my wish for you, above all things, is that you are prosperous. And that you being health, health and prosperity go together. Even as thy soul prosper. Pastor, what's my soul? The Bible says our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. We see that in 1 Thessalonians where it talks about we're tripart being. But our soulic realm is our mind, our will, will. Our will should line up with God's will and our emotions. God's concerned about my emotions. He sure is. I'm glad someone is. <laughs> A lot. Some folks... Even Christians, if they don't watch it, if they don't depend and trust on God's word, they can become what we call emotional bankrupt. In other words, they won't, their emotions will get out of whack and they'll think they won't even have any, but they'll have them. They just won't be functioning properly. God wants our soul, our mind, our will and emotions to line up with his word. 
That means trusting him, trusting what his word says. He wants that for his beloved. And that's you. You're the beloved of God. You're an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ when you make him your Lord and your Savior. And that's a choice that you and I make. And you can make it on a daily basis for every specific thing that you do. Even, Pastor, I'm born again. I'm saved. I know. But for you to walk in the light of the word, you have to walk in the light of the word in every area in life. And you're the one that makes a decision of whether or not you do that. You can be saved and not be living in the best that God wants you to live in because you made that choice. Brother Henry, you sound like the how I live is up to me and 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 not up to God. Well, it is. God's giving you free will. Now, he'll help us. Thank God for that. And that's the reason it's so important that we understand this prayer of petition. Because when we pray that prayer, we're pre believing that what he said was ours is ours. And we can have what he said we could have. Jesus said some things also in the New Testament. In Matthew 7, verse 11, Matthew 7, verse 11, he says this, If you then, being evil, and what he means, means by that being evil as compared to God, <laughs> for that, you know, our righteousness is as, as a filthy rags. He said, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? In other words, if you, uh, if those of us that we haven't arrived yet, if we, we're not at that point of a spiritual maturity, and, and that's evil in the, sense, in the eyes of God, if we know how to give good gifts and you want good gifts for your, for your children, how much more is your Father, our Heavenly Father, who has a perfect love? And a perfect understanding. How much more shall our Father in heaven give us good things? To all of us that ask. That faith petition. When you ask and you believe, you will receive. You got to trust that. You got to trust God and his word. And when you do, you walk in God's best. You walk in God's purity of his word you grow in it our minds are being renewed or transformed with the word of God some people and let me do another contrast here some people think that every time they pray every time they pray and they think they ought to pray God if it be thy will and a lot of people and they're being what they think is humble they claim or they think or sometimes they have been taught that that's how Jesus prayed well Jesus prayed this way one on one occasion that we see in the Bible when he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and he was saying Lord if it be thy will let this pass before me so that is a type of prayer but that's not the prayer of faith and it's not the prayer of petition let's look at a contrast of what how Jesus prayed in faith most of the time he stood when he stood at Lazarus tomb he didn't say if it be thy will rise up Lazarus no he didn't what did he say he said I thank 
my father because he always hears me. Let's look at that. John 11, verse, starting at verse 41, and we'll look at three verses here. This is how Jesus prayed at Lazarus' tomb. He said, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, talking about Lazarus here and others that were there. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. You always hear me. And he always hears you too when you pray in faith. Verse 42 says, And I know that thou hearest me always, but because of the people, in other words, I know you hear me always, God. You ought to have that same kind of feeling and that same kind of understanding. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. God sent you to be here too. Four, verse 43 says, And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And you know what? Lazarus came forth. I've heard preachers say this, and I think it's important. He had to specify, because the power of God was upon him. If he had just said, come forth, everything would have came out of that too. <laughs> Glory to God. He spoke. He addressed Lazarus. He says, Lazarus, come forth. He was dead. But when Jesus prayed in faith, he raised Lazarus from death to life. Pastor, is that possible? God said in his word that the works that I've done, you may do also. And he went further to say, greater works. How is that possible? Faith. Trust God. Well, Pastor, we don't see that very often because a lot of people don't believe. I'm striving to get there. Glory to God. Wouldn't it be great to mess up funerals? <laughs> Folks would be running all over the place. You're talking about starting to stir. Jesus did this. <laughs> what happened? The prayer to raise Lazarus was a prayer to change something. Anytime we pray to change something, we do not need to put if in it. That's a part of the prayer petition. You don't need if. In any prayer, the prayer of faith, you don't need if. If we do, we're using the wrong rule. You don't use the word if when you know God has told you is yours. The prayer of faith or petition, when we say if, it won't work because we're not doing it the way God says to do it. We need to claim God's promise for our petition and believe and receive it. Believe and receive what God says for you. You can have everything he says you could have. Faith petitions are the prayer or the petition. The prayer petition works when you pray for yourself. And you ought to trust you. You ought to trust your voice. If you don't, you need to start there and make things right with God. <laughs> repent. Amen. Be quick to repent and quick to forgive. And God will help you get there. And then you can believe and receive what you say according to the word. Amen. That's important. Matter of fact, let's pray right now. Bow your heads. Repeat after me. Because the first step is to making Jesus the Lord of your life if you haven't. And being assured or convinced that he's your Abba Father. Let's pray. Father God, right now, 
I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you paid the price for me, that you died for me, you went to hell, you took the authority that the first Adam gave away. And all those that had believed on you were raised from the dead. And all of us that would believe, we were raised with you. And now we're seated with you in heavenly places. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for paying the price that we couldn't pay. You're our Savior. You're my Savior. And you're my Lord. I believe it. I receive it. I have it. In Jesus' name. Amen.